0: Hello and welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about doing big business in rural middle America. I'm your co-host Deb Barnett. I'm also the executive director for Southern Illinois Now, which is a 17 county economic development initiative focused on growing our region and advancing the Southern Illinois region as a great place to live and work
1: and do business. And I'm Jennifer Olson, Director of Business Development for the City of Marion. And we are recording today at Ethos at the Citadel in beautiful downtown Marion. Ethos, if you don't know, is a small business development center, incubator, co-working, a little bit of everything. And the place and myself have the same goal, and that is to help small businesses grow and be successful. We'd be remiss if we did not mention our sponsors. Um, they have been with us pretty much from the beginning. That is Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley Davidson, and RV Fowler Heating and Cooling, Swinford Media Group. Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and of course, Union Street Arts.
0: You can join the small town big business community by subscribing on any podcast platform. You can also listen and watch on our YouTube channel by simply searching small town big business and subscribing for free so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And today we're excited to welcome Melissa Ray Roach. So welcome, Melissa.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: And you wear a number of hats one of them being the director of the small business development center at siu carbondale and you are also partner at castle ridge which is in centralia how far away is that from where we're at right here in marion about an
2: hour north okay yes
0: okay so we'll dive into both roles but i want to start with you were a partner at castle ridge first before you went to the small business development center so already wearing that hat What interested you in taking on this full-time role, not only advising other businesses, but leading that entire center? What interested you about that?
2: Oh, I've always loved the SBDC. So the work that they do there, um, I've I've just been such a fan of it. The SBDC has helped me in the past with research and and other businesses, um, helped with Castle Ridge with the research we needed for that business plan. And I am such a I love projects. I've spent my entire life doing projects and helping businesses grow. And with Castle Ridge, you know, um, the systems were in place. The The restaurants were open. The sports academy was up and going and everything. The managers had been hired. It had been four years of of working with my partners to, to get that business up and going. And it was an opportunity when I heard about it. I mean, it's what I love to do. but the ability to make an impact in such a different way. Um, it's more regional focused and um, Castle Ridge was ready. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to leave somewhere that you're so passionate about. I I've, I've have a hard time leaving. I was at Garden Grove Event Center for 11 years helping with that development and it had my heart and soul. Um, part, I left part of it there. I leave part of my heart everywhere I go. But the opportunity with the Small Business Development Center was just like... It was tough, but it was perfect for me, and the timing was right, so I couldn't help but say, okay guys, how do we make this happen?
0: Yeah.
2: So I moved out of operations in December.
0: Excellent, and you said that you um, had visited the Small Business Development Center with other businesses before, so you were a client Mm -hmm. of theirs in the past, and now you are advising clients, so you you see both sides of that coin there. How does that help you when you're working with businesses now?
2: I think just to understand, businesses and, and what it takes to get a business off the ground and how you can feel like you're on such an island. I don't think everyone feels that way, but just knowing what that that feels like and being a resource um, that people can turn to. It Having been on the other side of it and knowing how that felt and, and now being on this side, everybody that's there, um, all of the advisors, we have a great team of people who have their own businesses. And so they get it and they care so much like Mm -hmm. it is it it's fun to walk in there every day and see the the passion and people to help it's definitely just you know how that is you both are that way like you're helpers Mm -hmm. it's what we do yeah and so just jazzed about it I walk in inspired every day the the that space over there it's special for sure
0: and tell about where is over there
2: okay so Dun richmond economic development mm-hmm. center um, and there's an incubator there as well as the sbdc is in the um has an office there so there's an incubator we have a maker space 3d printing lab um, and we get people from all over who have creative ideas we cover a six county area and i get to meet with people every day who all different kinds of issues come up but there's a similar thread to entrepreneurs that I just love.
1: So you you mentioned over there and (laughs) what's over there at that building, but tell us a little bit about your efforts to get out in the community or if it's, I mean, six counties is a big service area, so it if it's not convenient, maybe this is a side hustle for somebody, how can you meet them where they are if they need your help and can't come to campus?
2: That's such a good question, and that's really, I say that all the time, meeting people where they are, not only in their entrepreneurial journey, because we're all at different phases, but also physically where they are. So we just did, for example, um, business resource meetups in all of the counties and uh, that we cover, and that was incredible to do. Um, I loved every second of it. And then we can do virtual. There's so many things that you can do today. Mm-hmm. You can do telephone, you can do virtual. Um, but more than anything, it's about spreading the awareness. Because if I don't know that this service is out there, I can't use it. So,
0: Do you find that, that a lot of people are learning about it for the first time?
2: Absolutely. Um, especially the further we get away from Carbondale. Because you know, the Small Business Development Center has been at SIU since 1985. Mm-hmm. So that, that footprint and that foundation is so solid. Um, but the further that you get away from Carbondale, the less that people know about it. So we're working on that big time. Because um, all of these communities, they're the same in the, so many ways. You want to see your community thrive. You want your kids to have a great education. You want to love um, where you live. And the people that are showing up gives me chills. They all have that same heart. It, there's so many great things happening in all of these communities. So, how do we help, you know, bring people together to give them resources that they may not know or are out there. Just it helps amplify that.
1: Yeah. So, I think that sometimes there's some miscommunication, misunderstanding, and I think that you get pegged in the boxes of four startups and the business
2: plan people. But mm-hmm. tell
1: us, what else do you do? Because I know, I mean, it could be a, a restaurant menu. It's so many offerings.
2: Oh, it can. And it really is, Where where is that person? Something I like to talk about are pain points. What's that pain point that you keep having? Um, you know, Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing the thing, same thing over and over. So it could be anything from operations and do you have systems in place? Uh, getting outside of your bubble that you're in every single day, we're going to ask questions maybe that somebody else hasn't to get you thinking in a different way. It could be marketing, um, research for um, benchmarks, financial projections. We have, a, it's called profit sense. If we have your um couple of your financials, we can put that into profit sense and actually give you a financial narrative that tells you things that you could do. So every entrepreneur is different um, in, in what they're struggling with. And we really try to find out what, it, what are those pain points and how can we help you the most. We're going to suggest a business plan just because it gets you to think about your business completely. Um, and people haven't always had the time to do that. Or the know how.
0: So we've talked about the S B D C and I think we're maybe I'm making an assumption that people know what that is. So mm-hmm. you want to explain for those who might not be familiar sure. what what is the S B D C? Is it only here in southern Illinois? Is there a cost to it? Like all of those types yeah. of things.
2: Mm-hmm. So the Illinois SBDC at SIU is is one of many in Illinois, but it's a nationwide program. So we're funded by the SBA and the Department of Commerce. And then each SBDC has a host institute. Ours is SIU, so we're also funded there. Uh, But they're all over. If you're wanting to start a business, no matter where you are, you can find an SBDC. They all have um, similarities and some differences. Like we all do a workshop called in Illinois, starting your business in Illinois every single month. There's no cost to our services and it's confidential. Um, And we do one-on-one confidential business advisement, but we also host workshops. So different, not just the starting your business in Illinois. One thing that we're really working on is what do businesses need? So marketing, we hear that all the time. Um, Employee retention and attraction, that's a huge Mm. thing. Um, And then we're Getting ready to do a patent workshop, a trademark workshop with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. So, I love collaborating because I'm just a connector. That's who I am in my heart. So finding others that are able to um, help educate as well, that are expert in their industries, that's one thing that I've uh, we've been working on. And it the the Small Business Development at SI Small Business Development Center SIU has always had workshops and done these things you know covid changed things drastically because it became about survival and now we're coming out of that so we're able to meet in person and do some really great things
1: one of your more recent uh, marketing materials that actually came, i saw first at the resource meetup um, was about um Taking it from the perspective, and I'm a, I'm a former, I'm a recovering commercial lender, so this was, this spoke to me, but it was about you know improving your chances of getting your commercial loan approved with projections. So I, being on the other side of that, witness that as a gap. What are some other common gaps that you see where you're like, somebody's in there, they're just running their business, and they don't stop to do the planning piece or think about the growth piece?
2: I think that it's being underneath it you know that with especially people being short-staffed and you're you're busting tables if you're in a restaurant you may be cooking and you haven't done that forever right so it's time is huge um, and being able to stay up with trends when the marketplace could be shifting and you're still doing things the way that you have been all along slowly but surely you can see your revenue start to deteriorate your costs are going up and it's like oh man I'm in it, so I don't know what to do. Um, So understanding trends is huge, and then benchmarks as well. Where should those lines be? Um, But before that, uh, for a lot of people, financial literacy is huge. So we're working with the SBA with a pilot program um, through um, an organization called Operation Hope, that teaches financial literacy. And they can pull your credit many, many times without giving you a Ding on there. You get a financial coach. But 75% of the people that go through the program see a rising credit score. 25% of those people see a rise over 700. So it starts there for a lot of people. And then furthering that, having the relationships with the banks that we can refer people to, that we know, you know, what was, why was there a no there and then they can come back it it may take a while um for the whole process to happen this isn't going to happen overnight it's a journey Um, but you don't have to be on it alone Um, templates knowing what that should look like how do I write one so there's various things that come into play
0: and I think when it comes to finances when you were talking about that piece uh, I think for some people they they're a little hesitant to come and sort of open up that world of theirs and let people in to their financial position good or bad and so what advice would you give to those who might be struggling with that or don't want to be as they're kind of afraid to take that
2: step but they really need to mm-hmm I think trust is it's it has to be built and if you're not going to give us your financials today then we'll work on something else but um, it's also all of our numbers are reported in aggregate. No one is ever going to know that these were your numbers. And we take confidentially, confidentiality very seriously. Um, I could be at a dinner table and someone could say, oh, I heard you were working with so-and-so. You know, they brought that up. I'm never going to say that. And mm-hmm. it's so personal. And I get it. It Being in business can make you very vulnerable, especially when it comes to sharing your numbers with other people. Mm-hmm. But I think trust just, it takes time. Um, and but it can be a game changer for people if you do share those numbers. Of course. yeah.
0: So we'll talk about Castle Ridge as well, but before we move on to that, there's another office over at SIU called the Procurement Technical Assistance Center. Yes. And I always, because I used to work over there as well, and I always saw that as this sort of untapped resource mm-hmm. and a way for businesses to really expand by selling to the government. And I think a lot of people think the government, it's, you know, military equipment or whatever, but there's so much more than that. So can you talk a little bit about that?
2: I sure can. So uh, PTAC is changing to Apex Accelerator, mm-hmm. and we're in that transition right now. Um, you know, I've been there since December, so I'm learning a lot about it as well. And one thing that I found fascinating when we were at a conference is, you know, the director said the government even buys massage i was like wow that's that's huge and brenda our our director who is so passionate yes. about what she does um you know she says the, the government buys everything from farm fresh eggs to ballistic missiles hmm. but getting them and even
0: services marketing services yes. all of those things not just products yep
2: catering mm-hmm. yeah all um, of those things all those things so you know it, you, there are some hoops that you have to jump through, and but you're not alone in that either. That's what the Procurement Technical Assistance Center is. It gets you ready to do business with the government. Also helps with certifications like veteran-owned, women-owned, minority-owned, um, getting registered with SAM, which is the first step of everything. And huh. uh, <laughs> you know about that. We so, love SAM. We love SAM. <laughs> um, so Brenda's is there to help through that. And that's a sister program of ours so we work very closely together and are listening for things and helping educate people it's that goes back to that awareness of people knowing that the service is out there
0: and all of that is no cost all as of that well? is no
2: cost as well okay all the workshops are no cost like today when i leave here we have uh, brenda has a intro to government contracting workshop i think there's 30 30 people coming for that like that's great and You know, they may not be ready to do government contracting today, but being in those rooms and having access to that information can be game changing.
0: And just getting the process started, because as you said, it takes a while Mm -hmm. not only to get into all of those systems, but also figure out the world of government contracting. So your first... Um, proposal, your first bid might not be successful, but you continue to build on that. And I know there's a local marketing firm that uh, started with government contracting several years ago, didn't get their first few contracts, but now that is a major part of their business. Mm-hmm. Uh, millions of dollars every year in yes. government contracting for marketing services. So I would say just get started, right? Or Absolutely. just
2: explore it. Explore it. And then partnering at mm-hmm. Marketing Agency, they they partner with other people and and they've talked about that you know Mm -hmm. it's not being afraid of it and not you know grasping for the highest fruit on the tree at the beginning you definitely want to make sure that you do it well but there's low hanging fruit that you can start with to get your your feet wet um so yeah but getting in the room and hearing about it is the first step excellent yeah
1: well and I think too you know people go immediately to department of defense or, or those kind of big buyers. But if you think about how many other, um, organizations are present in communities, whether it's the VA here, which is a huge financial impact department of corrections who does a lot of buying. I mean, there are things in your backyard that you're just not even thinking, but you're probably scratching your head saying, how do I sell to them?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I want to go back because I just learned this at the meetup that your certification for veterans, women, some of those things that people are looking for, they don't have to want to do government work to get those from you. Is that correct? That's
2: correct. Same thing with the SAM registration. Um, you know, we're going to help help with that. So, and, and technology is is a barrier for some people. We've we found especially. Um, If you're just not that comfortable with it, not everybody grew up with a cell phone at like two. So, you know, there's a gap there sometimes. So just having somebody to sit down at a desk with you to kind of walk you through that process is is huge. So that is absolutely right.
1: And just one more before we move off of SBDC. And that is like what uh, what would you expect somebody to show up with at their first meeting, if anything?
2: Definitely the idea um, okay. the, there's times that people will call and they'll say they want to open a business, but they're not sure what yet, you know, that the, the want is, is definitely part of it. But the idea, the idea helps. You've got that. We can go anywhere for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So
0: let's move from that to Castle Ridge. Southern Illinois has lots of amazing things that people come and visit and see and a castle. Evidently is one of them. So tell us about Castle Ridge. What yeah, is
2: it? It's, tell us all about it. It's a it's a full grown castle for sure. So it's a destination development in Centralia. It started with um, a sports academy, which is Guyetti Sports Academy. He played for the Cardinals, Cubs, Minnesota Twins. He's from Centralia. Mm-hmm. Just a great down to earth guy. Um, incredible space. It's the uh, indoor field is the size of a major league baseball. Um, indoor field. It's fully turfed. It has a second uh, area for viewing with parents. So that space is is great. We did all of this during COVID. The day that we were supposed to open, um, Gaiety Sports Academy was supposed to open, the state shut down. So mm-hmm. the construction was essential. So we, we plowed on and um, built Castle Ridge, which has two restaurants, Stonewater and three rooftop bar and bistro, which is I've got an indoor bar area but then it's all open air um, and then uh, a capacity of 1100 for events it has 11 different rooms conference center and great hall and it's on a 60 acre uh, used to be a golf course mm-hmm. it's all lakefront it's on a thousand acre lake and uh, cast the castle sits on we have uh, about a half a mile of lakefront incredible property it's just a an amazing thing to pull up and see to see to this day that there's a, a castle in Southern <laughs> Illinois. So, um, just a great space, great people there for sure.
0: How do people learn about it? Find out about it other than what you just, you just shared,
2: uh, Castleridge.com. E- everything is there. You can Google it, but, um, you'll, you'll see it there. We've definitely worked hard to make sure that there's a presence there. The target market's a, a four hour drive. Um, so, it's a it's a great space for sure
1: um even if it's not at castle ridge are there accommodations near where somebody coming from four hours can make a two-day or out of it
2: absolutely so accommodations are the the next phase in the project there but there's um a best western plus that was built it's award-winning it was built several years ago but fairly new airbnbs are starting to pop up in the the region i think there were two when we started there's 10 now um, there's also in Salem several hotels with a newer Holiday and Express, so it's easy to get to, and the Mount Vernon's not not very far at all, so people can stay. And there's two lakes um, in in Centralia, so that outdoor recreation part, which is huge in all of Southern Illinois, is a major component.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned that you're a partner mm-hmm. at Castle Ridge earlier. You used the word collaborator. Mm-hmm. That you love to collaborate. I think a lot of times when we see business owners, especially those starting out, they're sort of going it alone and think they have to have it all figured out and do all of the things. So what would you tell them about, I mean, why, how is a team important to moving everything forward?
2: I just have always loved a team. Um, I'm an, I was an athlete growing up and have always loved being on a team perspective. First of all, mm-hmm. if you're the only person in the room, there's nobody to tell you that's a bad idea. <laughs> you know, it's a good point. It is. Um, and just different strengths. Um, I think that's huge on a, a team. And the ability to work together towards a, a, a bigger goal, doing that with other people is, for me, just so much more rewarding. Like, who do you dance with when something goes well? You can dance by yourself, but it's. I'm a high-fiver. I, I like to celebrate things and, and do cool stuff. Um, so doing that with other people is always just think as humans we're meant to connect yeah you know without that you just kind of don't do anything that you don't live up to what really could be the thing of creating um it's so much more magical when you do it with other people
1: Obviously, big uh, believer in teams and surrounding yourself with the right people. Are there any um, like tools or apps or hacks or anything that you use um, in either role that you have?
2: I think you know I've always loved technology and what that can do. Um, There's some great programs that are out there. Really super interested in chat GPT and what's happening with that. Um, you know, it's great. But for me that the hack things that can't live without has always been back to the people. Um, you just you can do magical things A business has a soul. I feel yeah. that like you can feel it when it, when there's a culture that's been created where people love to be there. Um, they're excited about what they're doing. And it ripples out and without people, You know somebody has to hit enter on chat gpt you've got to have that person that has enter and ask the question um without people forget about it
0: that is so powerful melissa what is your why what gets you up every day
2: people i it really does it it goes back to that for me people have asked me what motivates me like i open my eyes and i'm motivated um because of the people that are around me, like just being here with you guys today. That's huge for me. I, I love to collaborate and have conversations. Um, the team at the SBDC, the the people at Castle Ridge, when I do go back there, just it's the people for me. Um, and then helping businesses grow. And um, Southern Illinois, I'm just passionate about what's happening happening here. That gets me up every day. The, the potential and we're right there. That's how I truly mm-hmm. feel. I don't know if you guys feel that. There's I mean, so I know much momentum.
0: I mean, you, where we're sitting right now at Ethos, all we have to do is look out the window and see the growth and the development and the great work that Jennifer is doing and the mayor and the entire team. Yeah. Um, but it's everywhere. It's growing. There's so much momentum.
1: Well, and you know, I always say it's it's like everyone is taking a turn pulling the wagon, but for mm-hmm. the first time, and what I feel. A couple decades the wagon is being pulled in the same direction the wagon yeah. not being pulled apart mm-hmm. oh i love that I and do too. you know when you talk about people power um, i actually had an interview with landmarks illinois which is a preservation organization and they were asking you know what do you think's different about downtown marion and some of the renaissance that's happening mm-hmm. and honestly it is the people power it's people aren't just redoing buildings the Jeff mayors of the world that are redoing the good building from 1900. He is very much in a coaching role with his tenant, granny Puckett's, you know, she basically went from a tiny, tiny drive-through space. Her kitchen alone in her new building is much larger than her whole space. Mm. So he's helping her through the growth of that with inventory and coaching, people coaching, whatever. And so, you know, I I can't put enough praise on coaching, and I was so glad to hear that you were coming. Kind of, I say kind of back. You you never really left, but um, we are so blessed to have you serving the six counties. Oh,
2: thank you so much. I'm I'm so excited to be here. It I just feel grateful every day because you're right. It's the the people are it all starting to go in the same direction. And when you look at the the domestic tourism and what's That that's predicted to do over the next ten years, and um, I'm from DuQuoin, but I'm a Southern Illinoisan. I am from Southern Illinois, and I think that the more that we talk about that and do the work that we're doing, and we get that out there, we're all Southern Illinoisans. Like the the commercial that you've shared and you've seen, like that's huge. You know Jane Lynch running around Southern Illinois, (laughs) having the time of her life. Like I think I read something the other day that it's supposed to grow 17 percent. Domestic tourism year over year over year and the outdoor recreation, uh, recreation and adventure opportunities, the food, the shopping, you, the little things that you can get from somebody who made it versus buying something on Amazon and what went into that. Like that's what it's all about.
0: I think it's such a unique time in our history in Southern Illinois, and you all have a front row seat in helping businesses get started and those new ideas that you mentioned and businesses expand and that sort of thing. Have we left anything out? Is there anything else you want to add or that we missed?
2: I I just think that um, I would just say that the thing that we can't talk about enough are the positive things that are happening. Mm -hmm. And for people, if you wanna be a part of that, Just just visit a local space, share it on Facebook. Um, If you if you get out and you're looking for something positive rather than something negative, you are going to find it hand over fist and just become a part of that. Share things, support the local businesses, visit, visit another community. There are so many great things happening here and all you have to do is get in your car and drive 20 minutes and you're going to find it. So I
1: have the fun question of the day, which is like, what is your, if, if travel were not an issue and you could pneumatic tube yourself to the next destination and cover a lot of ground in a day or weekend, what's your favorite stops?
2: My favorite stops? Well, I don't know that if I have... a a favorite stop but I love to be outdoors so anything that's out in nature whether that's somebody has a a patio and I'm out there or going on zip lines I've done that in southern Illinois there's great wineries and breweries um I like new places so it could be an ice cream shop or an antique store like it to me meeting those people and going in I can't pick one um but my favorite stop overall like my heart is in southern Illinois Mm -hmm. perfect
0: well, thank you for sharing your knowledge with us today. It was a pleasure to have you. It was and, a pleasure. And we're so glad that, that you came. So tell us one more time, SBDC can be reached at?
2: SBDC.SIU.edu. And Castle Ridge? Uh, CastleRidge.com.
1: All right. Wonderful. Looking forward to that road trip. Yep. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, So thank you, and thanks to our audience for listening to Small Town Big Business, or if you just couldn't resist seeing us, uh, (laughs) we're probably on YouTube on your uh, video right now. Um, Thank you to our sponsors. They make it all possible. Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson RV, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Swinford Media Group, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, And special thanks to Luke O'Neill, our producer from our sponsor, Union Street Arts.
0: And as Jennifer mentioned, don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform. And you can also listen and watch on our YouTube channel. Just subscribe there for free as well. And you can find all of that by searching Small Town Big Business. So thanks again for joining us today. I'm Deb Barnett with Southern Illinois Now.
1: And I'm Jennifer Olson with the City of Marion. And we're coming to you from Ethos at the Citadel on Marion Square.